so welcome to Unsigned 518. I'm here with uh, Mount Zod is, uh, is your name, but uh, the Holy Red Lights is what you are recording under, or do you record under both? Um, I Well, no, I've never dropped anything as the name Mount Zod okay. necessarily. Um, that's always kind of been just an artistic pseudonym that I use. The Holy Red Lights is the current project that I have um, that I'm using to convey myself through. Okay, so the Holy Red Lights is the the name of the project, but you individually are Mount Zod. That's right. You right, got cool. it. Man. Well, now that we got that straight, we'll go back into the fact that we actually go back um, personally pretty pretty far. We worked together uh, in a place in Vermont, a place that we certainly will not mention because they don't <laughs> they don't deserve the attention. Um, but yeah, we worked together for years a while ago, and then yeah, you know we we talked music pretty much constantly. And then you know after we stopped working there, you started the musical project, and then you've been putting some stuff out and reached out to me, and it just seemed like a good fit. You know, I'm like. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. you're you're yeah. doing some tunes, you're hearing the 518 and I can help, you know, obviously I like helping people out. So that's kind of why why this worked so quickly. You were like, "Hey, you want to do this?" And I was like, "Yes, let's yes. do it." <laughs> um so, you know, and I, we were talking before um before we get rolling, um we are recording in early December, but by the time this episode airs, it's going to be in season 2 and we'll be in January. January. Maybe even February. I don't know because I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? You know. Um, but right, but right. you're going to be in season two, and I'm recording a batch of episodes um, pre-holidays, so that I can take a little time off. So I guess uh, we'll we'll keep that in mind. But you do have some releases coming up that'll most likely all be out by the time this airs. But I want to yes. actually go back and kind of talk about the history of Mount Zod and music. So okay. Um. As you know, Andy, like, I'm a music guy. Uh, music's in my blood. It's, you know, uh, most of the people in my family are, are musicians in one facet or another. Um, mostly guitarists. Um, you know, my father was a guitarist. Um, phenomenal guitarist, well-known in his area in southern Vermont. And so music's just kind of in my blood. And um, But I love art in all forms. And, and, and I think of all true musicians, we have this innate need to want to express ourselves. Sure. Um, it, it, not even just musicians, artists in general. Um, and so, you know, I, I have this thing in me. I just have to get it out of me. And, um, music just makes the most damn sense. Right. You know what I mean? Music is the greatest art form that humankind's ever produced. Let's, I mean, let's be honest here. Um, it makes the most sense. It reaches the most amount of people. I mean, you see millions of people or not millions, but rather, thousands and thousands of people at a live event i mean that's incredible right you know to see an art form take place and so music has always made sense to me um it's it's always been you know i love to write too you know i i i i fancy myself a writer too you know i've been writing poetry my whole life and uh putting words together and just kind of experimenting um and that's the key like uh i i have this thing in me I have to get it out, and music and writing just makes the most sense to me. Just right. it has to come out of me, you know. 
And do you find that like your poetry writing and your your music kind of coincide, or do you keep those well, like as separate outlets? Well, they're kind of separate outlets, but that that's kind of how the Holy Red Lights first came to be. Was I thought, you know, I'm kind of sick of just writing. I've been doing this for years where I'm not really making any music, and I wanted to kind of um, augment that what I was doing on my phone typing and, and in my notebooks writing, I wanted to take that in and, and put some more layers on it. And, and that's when I decided to go beyond just the acoustic guitar playing and, and get into something else. And something's kind of speaking to me and telling me like at this time that the synthesizer is going to be my medium. Right. I don't really know why I've never played a synth in my life and I don't even know how to use one. Well, it's funny because, like, when you reach, I mean, like, I don't know when I first heard the, the Holy Red Lights, but I, I immediately assumed that it was going to be your traditional, like, either, like, acoustic or, like, a rock, just like a you with a guitar. Like, that's 100% right. what I was right, expecting. Right, that's what I've always yeah. kind of done. <laughs> and, you like, know? you're an incredible musician. You know, I've heard you, I mean, we've jammed together, and I've heard you play and sing, and, and I thought... It was just going to be like a straightforward rock album, right? And I mean, people, you know, people will hear when we get to the music, but it is definitely not your straightforward um, rock album. It's but. not, you know, rock and roll is my bread and butter. Sure. It's my bread and butter. Is it? I will always go back to rock music. That's I love it with all my heart, you know. Um, but I needed to do something different. I needed to refresh myself, right? You know what I mean? And and, and this just seemed like the new avenue to take. Yeah, and it's it. and again, you were going back to like art and all kinds of art forms. I love that because I don't even know if I I am almost certain I wouldn't have the I don't know if it's fortitude or whatever to go do something outside of my comfort zone musically and stamp my name on it and be like this is you know so like I commend you for doing something experimental and super different and you know and we'll get into exactly. the process about how you did it but even the fucking process of how you make it is like non-traditional in any oh, you know yeah, definitely, we were man. talking about it before we got rolling I was like wait hold this conversation we got to <laughs> we got to we got to record this so we'll we'll talk about that um you know at some at some point in the show but so anyway this is how long ago did you start with the synth music? Um, so I started doing the Holy Red Lights. I think um, was last February, February of twenty twenty two. Okay, jeez, yeah, not even I a was, year. Yeah. yeah, man, maybe so a I year was, when this comes out. Exactly. So I I was at home, you know. Um, like I said, I was a creative. I'm a creative soul, and um, I I had this idea rolling around in my head for some time this idea of the synthesizer came to me and, and the electronic thing came to me. And I, every morning when I drive to work, I go by this, they got these real tall railroad lights and they're red every day when I drive by them, they'd just be like shining through the mist of the morning. You know what I mean? And I would go by it and, and I started to form this concept in my head of these holy red lights that are up above me, you know? Um, and so that kind of plays into the concept too, and that's when it started. I was driving driving to work in the morning in the winter time, and I kept seeing these lights, and it just kept sticking in my head. And I know when something kind of sticks with me like that, that it's kind of meant to be. Right. I've kind of come to realize that that it means something. Maybe you should do something with it. 
and that's when I rolled ahead the poetry idea, and I ended up buying a couple synthesizers. I went a little nuts, like <laughs> I went and bought one, and then like I got a Sweetwater card, and um, oh danger! Yeah, it's danger, <laughs> bro. It's danger. So I bought one, loved it so much. Bought another one. Bought a bought a bass synth the second time, and then the third time I bought a percussion synth that you can actually you know, like modulate your own sounds on and stuff. It's not like just straight percussion. So I get all these cool frequencies. And so were you just like poking around, like figuring out how to use these? Yeah, man. Like you just were like, buy it first, take it home and see what happens. Yeah, I just bought a good set of studio headphones. I hooked them up to, I got a Behringer Crave, which is like a 200-something dollar synthesizer. All it has is sequencer buttons on it. And uh, I didn't even have a MIDI keyboard yet. And I was just tooling around on it for hours on end, just trying to figure things out. I don't even know how to work a patch board. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just I just started experimenting and look, watching people online, what they like to do, and and uh, just just stumbled upon some really cool stuff, man, that works for what I'm doing. You know? Cool. So. Well, we'll get more into the process. Okay. Um, but I right you. now, I say let's uh, let's hear a tune. Okay. So what do you wanna what do you wanna play? So. Um, the first song is called The Skin Crawls Off, um, and it's I'm releasing it as a single, as a three-piece single, um, just basically an A-side with two B-sides, uh, but it's going to be coming off a full-length record I've been working on since May called Chemical Lake, um, which I'm hoping to drop it um you know, in January or February, like we were talking about. So again, possibly, possibly, as people are listening to this, they'll yeah. be able to go, go snag it. So, all right. So, uh, what was the name of this one again? The skin crawls off. The skin crawls off. All right. So let's listen to the skin crawls off, and we'll be right back with Mount Zod of the Holy Red Lights.
right, that was the skin crawls off the Holy Red Lights. I'm here with Mount Zod of the Holy Red Lights, or actually Mount Zod is the Holy Red Lights. Yes, or... sir. So we were talking before how your process is different than what I would have expected, you know, because we were talking about how you do it. And I was like, that's interesting how, you know, so do you just jam things out? Do you write things, reproduce them, lay them down? Like how, how is the, how's the process going in creating a Holy so, Red Light song? I, I, it's, it's, some of it is jamming, um, but very little of it is. Um, I try to come at, at, at each piece a little bit differently. And a lot of it is layering. You know, I'm not to the point where I can necessarily perform these pieces live yet. I will be able to eventually, um, but that will come with time, more experience, sure. and it'll come with more equipment. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? More money. But, um, you know, more will be revealed on that end. But, yeah, a lot of it comes from layering. I will get an idea. I do a lot of meditating, right? So, like, I'll go out for walks, and I walk, and I listen to music on my headphones, and I hear little bits and things that that trigger me and inspire me in this music um, that I love dearly, and, and then I go, hey, I could do this in some Holy Red Lights kind of music. It's as if it's coming to me through the music, and, and then I get kind of a blueprint of what I want to do in my head. And then I go back to my desk, because I have, like, a, a studio desk that I work at, and uh, I just start messing around from there, man, twiddling knobs and, and getting it out. And sometimes the inspiration is clear, and other times it becomes, becomes kind of muddled, and it's just completely something my own. Right. But a lot of it's experimentation and layering right now. Yeah. And then once you get what you want, like, you're like, okay, this is what I'm doing as a, uh, I don't want to say performance, but as a, a presentation, you know, because that's, kind of what i think of songs um when we were recording our dave tayo our producer was kind of like you know this is like don't worry he was saying to us because i was like i want to make sure that we can reproduce all everything that we're doing live yeah. and he was you know so we had backup vocals and like you know little uh supplemental instruments like you know hand claps and tambourines and he was like think of it as like a presentation you know mm. you're putting this out as like a movie like here it is all these things on it whereas yeah. like playing live is more like a play you know where you have these things that are happening quick that have to happen live in front of an audience so like once you get that song where you're like this is my presentation this is what i'm putting out as a song how do you put it and again i always go back to saying on wax because i'm fucking old but like it's <laughs> all good man how, how you, the best how do you mix it to like you know where it's presentable like um so like what you're hearing now you mean yeah, yeah okay so what you're hearing now um i'm working completely dollars which is crazy i have just analog equipment right now and the end of those that don't know daw is a digital audio workstation right so i haven't sprung the money to build myself a studio with a daw yet um all my friends do right <laughs> yeah. um so I have a, I have an eight track Tascam. That's what I'm working on right now. And 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 honestly, for what it is, it's pretty good quality. Right. I mean, Tascam, Tascam, you know four tracks I mean? and eight tracks have been the the standard since R like the fucking eighties. Yeah, man. man. Like, and and I like I like the DIY aesthetic that you sure. get from using a piece of equipment like that. 
um, it also limits me to a point where I have to be creative. And so it puts me into a good place in my head and, and creatively, you know what I mean? So eventually, you know, I'll move on to a different, um, a different vehicle to produce these things, you know, but this is what I, I'm doing right now. And like I said, I just have an innate need to create this music. Right. And it's not only like super DIY, but it's like, it, it's almost like the frugality of it. The like, you know, the pieces that you're using to create it, make it that much cooler. Cause it's like here, almost anybody you know, can has access to these things. Right. You know yeah. I mean? man. Like you're doing it on the cheap. You're doing it on your own. And it, it's inspiring that other people hearing this could be like, oh, shit, I can do all that without springing the money for a dog, which you, you, you certainly know, not can. Cheap, you know? Yeah. So I, if, I dig that. If it if it if it makes noise, it can be an instrument. Right. So think of it in that way. Yeah. I, that's you know, I, I always keep that in my head. It was the, the lead singer of a band called Throbbing Gristle said that <laughs> if it makes noise, it's an instrument. And if you can make it make noise, you're a musician. Right. Which means you can use anything you need to to make your art happen. And do you use sample like uh, natural sound samples? I do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, I make my own samples. Um, I I pull samples from the internet. Um, you know, through the digital world. Sure. Um, you know, I work in a sort of industrial type building, so it's kind of cool. I'm I'm able to sample machinery or whatever I want, and. Uh, just all kinds of things right. that come come to me through life. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Yep. All right. Well, cool. Well, let's uh, let's listen to another another tune. Uh, what what do you want to play for this one? Okay. So the song's called "To Monder and Cry," um, off the th- the three song single that I mentioned earlier. Um, so the three tracks throughout this release are "The Skin Crawls Off," "Across a Nihilist Lawn," "To Monder and Cry." So they kind of go together. It's got a little bit of a theme there. Um, And a little convoluted, but, (laughs) you know, it works, okay? So the song is called To Monder and Cry. All right, cool. Let's listen to To Monder and Cry, and then we'll be right back to wrap it up with Mount Zod of the Holy Red Lights.
to Monder and Cry, the Holy Red Lights, and I'm again here with Mount Zod. Uh, so Mount Zod, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to drive out here and uh, talk with me. And uh, like I do with all my guests, I want to give you the opportunity to say your gratitudes or thank yous or highs or your whatevers. So the microphone is all yours. Yeah, man. Um, thank you very much, Andy, for having me out. And um, it's great to catch up with you and see you, man. Um, you know, I've never gotten much of a chance to tell you this, but you were a super positive influence on my life when it was at a very tumultuous time. Um, so you're an important person to me. Thanks, brother. You know what I mean? And, uh, so it's great to be back in your home and, and to see you. And, um, you know, um, yeah, I guess if I was to thank anybody else, you know, it'd be my family and, um, you know, my influences, Nine Inch Nails and, uh, early ministry and, uh, you know, um, throbbing gristle and suicide and Genesis and King Crimson. And, and these are all the artists that I'm listening to currently and that I just continuously pull inspiration from early Pink Floyd, you know, um, and, uh, that's really where my thanks lies is through the music and through the art that I'm able to do my own, cool. you know what I mean? And the support of people along the way. So I appreciate everybody. All right. So that is Mount Zod of the Holy Red Lights. I am Andy Scullin. This is Unsigned 518, and I'll see you on the road. Unsigned 518 is produced in conjunction with Nippertown. You can find new episodes here every week on nippertown.com. If you are a band or musician in the 518 area code and would like to be on Unsigned 518, shoot me an email at unsigned518 at gmail.com. I'm your host, Andy Scullin. I'll be back next week with another episode of Unsigned 518. Thanks for listening.